I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello. There we go. And welcome to Stalking Time for Hi, David. It's nice to be here. <laughs> in... You still overlapped a little bit there. Normally it's... you try and actually crash the title. Yeah, I thought I did it in a more measured... No, it was, it was. Yeah. It was really like, we're just chatting, yeah. I'm not crashing the title, I'm just saying hi, David. Well, I it's think there will be here. a slightly different tone to this podcast. Yeah. And I already feel a bit more relaxed than normal, because we're sitting, aren't we, in your new office? We are. I don't know why that would make you more relaxed than being in the shed. Okay, because we're sitting on a sort of sofa. Yeah. And there's no table in front of us in the way there is. So it's like we're just having sitting It's like we're just chatting. hanging out. Yeah. We're not working yeah. at all. No. And people would be amazed because they clearly think of it as work. Yeah, no, no, I think They think these guys are really I think during the pandemic sweating. we would have got furlough because it would, yeah. the government would consider this actual... This is really hard. Work, essential work. work. Yeah. Um, yeah. First responders. Yeah. Key workers. Um, yeah, well, I think we might start with that. It's lovely so, to be here. So I've, I've uh, decided to invest, that would be the word, I think, mm. in an office. It was a slightly weird thing to do because I did it during the pandemic. I sort of bought it during the pandemic. On the basis that I'm oh, getting quite hard to work at home now mm. because my children are everywhere and, mm. you know, I can't, I've got a lot more family things that I need somewhere else to work. Mm. But then, of course, by the time I bought it, the pandemic was over. And most people right. at that point in time were saying, the one thing I'm not doing is going to work in the office. I like coming to work here, but it sometimes rains in Britain. I don't know if you know that. Right. And so the times that I haven't liked having the office since I've had it, is when I thought, why am I going out of my house, which is a nice house, mm. which had a study in it I used to work mm. in, I've now given that to my son, mm. uh, to go in the rain to work. And I, this happened to me uh, a little while ago. And when I got here, I was soaking wet. Now, there is a right. washing machine, a, a washer-dryer, mm. which obviously a lot of offices don't have that, mm. but this does yeah. have that. It was here when I arrived, in the bathroom. Mm. And I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll take my trousers off. And I'll be in my pants for a bit, but I'll take mm. them off and I'll put them in the washer dryer and everything will be fine. Mm. Sorry, um, you'll be in your pants or you'll pee in your pants? Be. Be in your pants, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Uh, so I took them off, they're soft, yeah. I put them in the washer dryer. Now at that mm. point, a problem happens, which is I don't understand the washer dryer. I've never used okay. the washer dryer. Right. To be honest, I've hardly used the washer dryer right. at home and I throw myself on the mercy of Right. Is this a sort of Michael McIntyre routine? <laughs> it is a little bit. Although I don't think Michael McIntyre would have done this. Uh, <laughs> I spent ages trying to work it out. And then there's a button I saw. There's a button right. that says dry only. Dry only. Right. And I thought, like, that's it. I'll just press that button and then right. press start. And I literally do that. And I hear, like, glug, 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 glug. And water's clearly coming in. Oh. And I open it as soon as I can. But even that, I couldn't open it. And then by the time I got it open, they were much, much, much wetter Jeez. than they did from the rain. Right. And then I thought, 
now I can't go home until these dry out because I've only yeah, got. Sure, of course. I don't have spare trousers here. Right. I can't cycle home in my pants. Right. That was I was literally having to stay here until they dried out naturally. What do you think happened? I don't understand why it didn't work. It's just me not understanding the dry. Right. But I know. This I, I did. I did put yeah. it on Twitter. It went a bit viral, and lots of people. In fact, one particular person wrote to me with the manual of that washer dryer. Okay, that's cool. Because I took the picture. I took a picture yeah, of it. Right. And someone sent me, this is the bit you need to understand. Right. Don't just press dry only. That, 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 yeah. I admit that's confusing. Yeah. Don't just press that. You have to press something else. That's the point. You, don't, you can't just press dry because that's it. Yeah. Yeah, but if you press dry only and yeah. then you hear glug, 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 you're thinking, this is, <laughs> I've been tricked into this. Because what's the thing about dry only? What do those words mean? No yeah. water. No, I'd say that's the furthest, that's the most opposite you could be, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Rather than just not drying very well. It's like, yeah. no, no, it does more than that. It get, makes it completely soaking wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Neither dry nor only. Yeah, is exactly. Helping it, like, no, the yeah. concept of dry only yeah. excludes water or liquid, yeah. I would say. Yeah. You know, it's completely soaked. Yeah. So, so that's the only problem. Okay. Uh, I did eventually work out how to set the dryer function. Yeah. And got them dry, so it was all right in the end. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I I'm pleased you because this is the first. It's really yeah, podcast. Yeah. Live from my office. Yeah. Live from Fierce Tears. It'll office. be like live from the Philly, or it'd be like yeah. one of those venues that's like, oh yeah, yeah. When well, people talk about this the office, podcast, the Kentish, yeah. Kentish Town years. Yeah. So should we discuss the food issue that you want to bring up, or yeah, I've got a it, royal variety show. Okay. Thing I need to well, put to you. It's just it's just a small thing, but it could, it's happening in real time. Yeah, I'm so feeling maybe, it right now. Right. So I've come to your office and I didn't really know, and it's we're doing this at one o'clock. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'll probably eat just before, but there'll yeah. be somewhere, it's in London. Yeah. There'll be somewhere to eat. Yes. And we're in, I mean, I'm not going to give your address away. Okay. But we're in... Well, uh, near Camden. Well, I've already said Kentish Town. <laughs> <So, laughs> okay. Yeah, I said it a second ago. <laughs> so we're in Kentish Town, but Kentish Town is huge. Yes, isn't it? it could be anywhere in Kentish um, Town. Uh, but it's not, it's number six there, <laughs> is, um, I used to live near Kentish Town, and one thing I remembered as I walked is, of course, there's not really anywhere to eat in Kentish Town. Or there's loads, it? basically. What are you talking about? Where? Oh, well, anyway. All along this road. Not really, to... like, eat in the way that you might, I mean, Like, what are you thinking of? Like, I thought there might be a Pret. Oh, no, there's, a... there's not that many no, of them. that's what. There's not that many of those mm-hmm. chains. There no. are lots of places. There is one particular very famous chain that I'm going to bring up quite okay. soon that I eat in all the time. The, uh, uh, the, the sushi one? No. Yeah. <laughs> I eat McPlant <laughs> oh, yeah, all sorry. the time. And there is a McDonald's in Kentish we de- just we'll put, a, we'll put a pin in that. Okay. One second, we should come back to that. Anyway, I didn't even see the McDonald's, by the no. way. So I'm outside the residence <laughs> and... Along the way, somewhere between the train station and where you live, there's a crepe place. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. okay. um, I don't so live here, I work here. It's a ten minute walk from your house, yeah. flat, uh, office, sorry. And I thought, well, that's nice, because I go to France quite a lot, I like crepes. Yeah. And I was sort of hungry and I thought, let's just do it. So I bought a crepe, it was really nice. It was cheese and spinach and right. some mushrooms. Yeah, I, I it's saw a, it. It's a complet, I think, I remember. Right. Probably as I took my first bite, and I think before then, as they handed it to me, I thought, oh, God, this is just absolutely appalling. Because I woke up this morning slightly excited that it's Friday. Mm. So tonight, we'll get pizza. Right. My, my kids and me, and that'll be a nice... You always you know, do that on Friday. Sort of quite often we'll get a pizza delivery, you know. Right. And then I thought, I'm basically eating a pizza now. And there's no way around that. It's carbohydrate, you know, base... Cheese, ham, and now I feel I will get a pizza. But it'll be it'll be a joyless mm. 
Because I don't think, I don't know what the I, I often is think this. Actually, you chance something I quite often think, mm. which is that quite a lot of things are like pizza. Okay. I mean, almost any sandwich yeah, is yeah, basically that, pizza. Because yeah. it's dough yeah. with often cheese on it, yeah. but ham, which is often yeah, like pizza. Yeah, I know what sandwich is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but my point is, think of it like a pizza. Yeah. Right? Think, oh, that yeah. base on a pizza, yeah. that's bread. Yeah. And on the base, you often yeah. have cheese yes. or right. or ham or yeah. other stuff that could be yeah. in a sandwich. Yeah. Even chicken. Do you th- Rarely I, jam. Mm. So in that way, it differs. A jam sandwich for lunch? Well, yeah. no, I'm just generally talking about sandwiches. Yeah. Is a donut it, like a pizza? Uh, well, I think once you get into the area yeah. of dessert, it's less like a pizza. Less Although like, yeah. everything is like a pizza is my point. Because most things that we eat are carbohydrate with something on top of it. Mm. Rice with like yeah. something on top of it. Uh, bread, right. cake, like a pastry yeah. base. That over there, yeah. uh, there is a vegan mm. uh, mince pie. Mm. Uh, which I know because yeah. I should say this is a Christmas issue. Yeah, no, it is feeling really Christmassy already. It's, it's our it? big Christmas special. <laughs> Ding dong, merrily on high. Uh, no, and so I bought specially some mince pies. Yeah. And at the end of the day, although. It'd be hard push to get a mince yeah. pie pizza. Yeah. It's still carbohydrate with a with a topping. Yeah. I, I think you're taking I get what you're saying, I think you're taking it a bit far. Okay. Because I think the sort of crucial like the thing that's really upset me is I've had the carb yeah, as you say, the carbohydrate but, but it's the cheese and the ham, which is basically what affect right. much more like a pizza than say even with if I had pie. It, yeah, definitely. And certain ones I have. And I was sort of wondering what the period of time is. So, for example, I'd say, if last night I'd had a pizza, mm. and tonight I was, I'd think, no, oh, I've pizza. ruined it. I can't have pizza twice on yeah. two nights. I almost think, like, pizza might be once a week. If you've had yeah. it twice, you're feeling like, oh, I've really over-pizzed really, yeah. this week. Yes, well, that, isn't that true of most... Well, again, not really true of sandwiches. Sandwiches, true of sandwiches. you can have, like, a sandwich and have another yeah. sandwich. Or I mean, sushi. The next day. No, I don't know about that. I mean, I'd like to have sushi more, but I like even even this today. Right. Right. I was thinking of asking the woman at expectation, right. uh, Kelly. Uh, normally, yeah. when, when we do the show, going to call it a show uh, <laughs> at Peter's Shed, yeah. I get her to get me some sushi, yeah. very nice sushi from Notting Hill, Cafe right. Tokyo in Notting Hill. Uh, and then I thought, oh god, one problem with it being my office mm. is she probably won't do that. And then I thought about forcing the issue and finally mm. said, like, can you get some delivered? Because, you know, still right. you know, too embarrassed to do that. And mm. then I thought, oh, wait a minute, at the Royal Variety Show, mm. which I did yesterday, mm. they got me some sushi. So I don't need sushi. Oh, I see. You think I can't eat sushi again. It's so, too early to eat sushi. Okay, but it's interesting because it's almost, how do you ever eat? Because it's really hard to repeat anything. So I'd say a burger. Imagine mm. you sent out for a burger yeah. on Tuesday lunchtime. Yeah. Right. I think you probably can't have another burger for till the following Tuesday. No, see, that's wrong because I eat a lot of McPlants. But I think Uh you'd probably be right about a meat burger. Right. So there is a McDonald's up the road. Yeah. And that has slightly changed my whole diet and life. Wow. Because uh, I have a notion... Are you loving it? Well, I have a notion, if you let me finish, that I might be a vegan at some point in my life. Yeah, I mean, oh, right. yes. I'm, I'm not just asking. I, said, I thought you were just asking me. Uh, I have a notion that I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. The one, yes, yeah, thank you. The one day I might be a vegan, because I sort of agree with veganism, but I find it very difficult because I like the taste of meat. And then I had a sort of epiphany about a year mm. ago where I thought, well, plants, mm. they're almost like, well, they, they taste like proper McDonald's. Mm. And although you know it's not meat, it's mm. enough. To make you think, I mean, having a McDonald's, mm. that's always a treat, mm. right? Mm. 
And thus, now, particularly because there's one up the road from my office, I eat about three of those a week. Wow. Uh, With chips? No, just by itself. On that, okay. The one I had today, because it was a bit rushed, because I had to get back here, because yeah. I was doing an interview with Sky News before mm. this, about Kanye West. Yes. And I had to rush back. And it was a weird thing, because normally they taste kind of exactly the same. This one was much hotter oh. than they normally Spicy are. Spicy hot? No, hot. Heat hot? Yeah. Like, it was really hot. I was <laughs> burning my mouth. Really? To eat it quickly. On something from McDonald's? Yeah. That's not the apple pie thing? It wasn't the apple pie yeah. thing. On that note, while we're here... Yeah. I noticed Christmas, remember it's the Christmas edition. Yeah, it really feels Christmas. Yeah, doesn't it? they have a thing. It's not called a mince pie. I took a photo of it. Oh. It's called a. Oh, hang on. I'm going to have to get a my mince phone. Mince pie style thing. Yeah, I'm going to have to get my phone because I took a photo of it. I can't remember what it was. That's amazing. Can you fill? Where's my phone? I'll just um, yeah. tell the listeners while David's out that privately I'm really disturbed that David thought that in the middle of that story I just would have said, Are you loving it? Oh, there it is. My phone is over there. Why would you think I just said, are you loving it without, without any... I literally thought, <laughs> Why would Tim's I say asking that? me. I didn't really think anything of it. I didn't but even think what a weird thing what? to say. It's the weirdest thing to I, say in the world. I thought you were actually saying, are you, are you loving having Imagine your Imagine if someone doesn't have that slogan. Basically, in the middle of your story, before you've even got to it, I said, are you loving it? That's the no, weirdest thing. Well, I think what you're forgetting there is that I am fond of McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, loving Maybe is a bit strong, but I like right, McDonald's. Right. And so... I kind of just thought, mm, kind of am. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how the advertising works, isn't it? I suppose so. You know, there's a, there's a TikTok thing where they have people who order a McPlant yeah. and then try to get them to put real cheese on it. Have you seen this? Oh, no, I haven't okay. seen it. Okay. And what the McDonald's servers say, this is at the sort of drive-in thing, is they're not allowed to do that. Right. Because they're a vegan product and yeah. they can't put... Yeah. So then there's this whole thing where they say, okay, got it. Could I have a plant burger? Yes. And could I have a cheeseburger without anything but the cheese <laughs> on the side? And they go, we're not doing that. Right. And the, the, they say we're not doing that because they said, basically, this is just going to end up on TikTok as some weird right. thing. <laughs> and there's loads of them. It's absolutely amazing. That, that's, yeah. Uh, well, that's... Okay. You should look at that. No, that sounds hilarious. Yeah. But... This, I'm it, loving that, by the way, yeah. that TikTok thing. You just said that, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> so, it's funnier, I think, the name for this thing. Oh, this is cool. For this thing. So it's, yeah. Than, than I thought. It looks like the apple... It looks like the apple uh, pie. Call that? Yeah. yeah, which is kind of, as people probably know, yeah. a kind of strudel-like thing. Yeah, um, sort of... With... Uh, probably what they call a parcel of... Parcel with the filling that's hotter than a yeah. dying star. Yeah. It will kill you. <laughs> uh, but they've called it not a mince pie... Right. Got any idea? Is it anything? Is it related to what they call the apple thing? Because I can't remember what they call that. Is no. It, no. Is it called a muck? It's called something quite funny. I muck think. something? No, it's not called a muck okay. something. Um, it would be. It might be even fun if it was. It's mincemus. Is it funny? No. Like, is it? It's a joke. No. Okay, uh, I'm just going to tell you. Go on. It's called a festive pie. <laughs> I think that's something funny about that. What I particularly like is underneath it, they've written with custard and mincemeat. Wow, with custard? Yeah, there's that custard. That might be worth having a try. Well, yeah, that's true, £1.69, I'm loving it. Because I... I, I <laughs> you know what, we keep way. saying it, we won't what, get what any, any money it. from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to say I'm loving it when I haven't even tried one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit desperate, if I'm honest. What, festive pie? No, to say I'm loving it when you haven't tried <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It's a bit too grasping yeah. of the McDonald's. Well, I, I didn't buy... I should have bought one of those. Instead, I, I went to Holland pie. and Barra and bought um, some vegan... It's £1.69. Yeah. It's quite expensive, isn't it? Is it well, is McDonald's now? Because I don't use McDonald's. It's now going... Is it expensive? I thought everything was like I'm, 99p. In no, well, a McPlant right. is £3.69. Is it? Okay. That feels cheap to me, though. 
If but, you go out for lunch round here, mm. you can't really not spend about ten quid. Whereas you go to no, McDonald's, I thought McDonald's. I think well. I think people will now start to think, <laughs> "Hang on, are they being funded by McDonald's?" We're not. I mean, I'm loving it, but we're not. <laughs> I should say. I like how you've dropped in raw variety performance. <laughs> I'm just, well, I'm coming to the raw variety football, yeah, without, but none of that's but as important. It's that it's just there in plain sight. McMint's pie. Isn't it? That they should call it that. McMint's. Yeah, McMint's, I'd say, yeah. yeah. Although McMint's might be slightly confusing, but McMint's pie. Yeah. Even just McPie. McPie is far too generic. <laughs> it's too generic. McMint's pie. Yeah. Yeah. McChristmas? No, McPie. Uh, McMint's pie. Why have they called it festive pie? Do we think somewhere there's a patent, a trademark over oh, the words mince that's pie? That's interesting. Seems unlikely since Holden Barrett, Barrett vegan mince pies had no here's problem. Here's what I think. I think, by the way, if they're not doing, somewhere in the advertising, they must have a, yo-ho-ho, I'm loving it, right? Yeah. They must have that, right? Right. Because if they have Unless Santa doesn't realise that it's a McDonald's thing, it just says that. <laughs> I'm just saying we should... Yeah. If, if Look, we're really quite close to getting McDonald's to pay attention to us now, so I'm also <laughs> saying, saying we could do that yeah. in some way. I, my point is that they're sitting there well, look, let me ask before you this. Christmas. Before you get to that, can yeah. I ask you this? Genuine question. Yeah. Is it Christmas without McDonald's? Because to me, it doesn't feel like... This has nothing to do with whether we, they want us to advertise. No. Do you th- or, do, or do you think McDonald's puts the what in Christmas? The what? The, the, the meat. The pie the in pie. Christmas. No, look, I'm not going to answer that question because I, I, feel, I feel that people at home will be thinking, stop it with the McDonald's thing by now. But I am interested in the fact that they were sitting around and mm. the, the designers, the McDonald's yeah. menu, yeah, the Mc people and yeah. Ronalds and all those people, yeah. and and yeah. they still it, involved with it. Came, I think so. It came up that they they were going to make some version, yeah. some apple pie I know version. The answer to this, by the way. And, and instead of saying right, we should create the mince pie. I know the answer to this. Okay, well I know we just finished. They said no, no, no. We're calling it the festive pie. Yeah. Why? You do know why? Well, as in I can hazard a guess. And you're is... you're a corporate guy, as I've said right. before. Yeah. So so you'll yeah. understand. What I think is. The, a mint, the notion of mince pie means something to us. Yeah. But I don't think it's a very young, McDonald's-friendly phrase. I don't think right. it means a lot okay. to people. And so I think what they are doing is they're trying to get something that's really obviously about the, the festive season. It's just not even Christmas, because Christmas can be a bit mm. a bit divisive, can't it? That's well, it's a Christmas thing. So festive is more the American thing about yeah. it. It's a holiday. Happy holidays, yeah. yeah. I don't think mint sounds... I mean, people might think it's like I used to, that it's a savoury thing. So I think festive... You, you, what you're I'm saying is that people don't know what a mince pie is. Yeah, I'm saying go that to McDonald's. probably... Even then they won't buy it anyway. Because I just think, what is that? Custard and mince meat? What are they talking about? No, they might... They'll think it's a bolognese yeah, filling. Yeah, they'll think custard. that and then they'll go, but hang on, it's a festive pie. <laughs> yeah, all right. And so I think I probably will try it. <laughs> yeah. But I think that, well, the problem with festive pie is it's almost sort of Putin-esque sort of land grab. It's so broad yeah. that that's what our issue is, isn't it? It's like, yeah. I think you've got to make a hell of a claim to say this is the festive pie. Well, they've done that. And, yeah, they've done And it. I'm loving it. <laughs> so I'm now going to move on to the Royal Variety. Oh, that's a shame. Um, no, we, uh, we must. Uh, because it's going to be our token nod to David Bowie uh, okay. in this episode. Right. And also, it's also quite Christmassy, the Royal Variety Yeah, show. so you did it last night. I did it last night. It doesn't go out, I think, for another two weeks, which right. is quite odd because uh, we, we sung, uh, that's me and Frank Skinner mm. and Ian Brodie of The Lightning Seeds, mm. uh, Football's Coming Home oh, for right. Christmas. 
And that's a bit weird because well, it's not weird from a Christmas point of view. Yeah. It's weird from a football point of yeah, view because exactly. in two weeks time England might be out of the of World course, Cup yeah. and there we will be singing yeah. the England song. Mm. We get round it by saying it's also about the lionesses, it's a big tribute to the lionesses and we had two lionesses dancing on okay. us. Anyway, never mind all that. More interesting than that is as well as doing that song, uh, Lee Mack, who was hosting it, asked yeah. me and Frank and Al Murray and uh, a comedian called Maisie Adams to right. be in a sketch a musical sketch, which I've really, really enjoyed, it turns out. But it is involves someone who has worked with David Bowie. Oh. And you have to... He, he's the centrepiece of it. Gosh. And you have to guess who that is. Right. I mean, really properly work with David Bowie. Wow. Well, OK, I'm thinking um, it's not Bing Crosby. No. Um, Although, if it had been, it would have been very Christmassy. Yeah. Um, like singer? Like a... Like no. S- oh, like Tony Visconti? Like, well, that'd be a bit weird. At the it's interesting you've gone Tony Visconti. Okay. I mean, it's, it's unlikely to me that the person who kicked off the second half of the Royal Rising well, Show would be Tony Visconti. But it's not a singer. But, but you're in the right area. Oh. Um, what, in the sense that it's behind the scenes, do you mean? He's not completely behind the scenes, but he, in, the, in terms of his relationship with David Bowie, yeah. He this kind is of brilliant. Was. I'm really, I mean, I don't know what it's like to listen to, but I'm actually it, intrigued. It's probably quite dull to listen to. No, but, but I'm enjoying you know what, I'm loving it. I'm. <laughs> I'm enjoying the fact that it's... So, is it a producer type? Yes. Okay. It's not, well, he's not just a producer type. And he wasn't being a producer type. Right. But in, in a conversation that he had with Lee Mack as part of the sketch, yeah. he did say, he did, did mention David Bowie. That's so mad. Why can't I think... Because Tony Visconti is the obvious producer. I mean, it's not going to be sort of... Woody Woodman's. It's not going to be. It's not going to be Tony DeFreeze or something. No, it's you really know. not, is it? Uh, <laughs> it's well, really I'm not. Think, it's not going to be. What am I missing? Angie oh. Bowie. Okay, hang on. You don't mean Nile Rogers? I do mean okay, Nile Rogers. Right, okay, right. Okay. Yes. Nile yeah. Rogers was chic. I mean, yeah. he came on with chic, right. and they did "We Are Family" yeah. at the top of the Got second it. half, which I had no idea that he wrote. But obviously, yeah. I didn't know he wrote yeah. it. I just saw Sister Sledge song. I didn't know. Oh, I see. But. He did. He wrote and produced. Right. Co-wrote and produced it. So the sketch was this. Mm. It's mm. kind of an old sketch, but it didn't matter mm. in terms of my enjoyment of yeah. it. So the premise is that because, as you may know, you're a television person. Mm. The Royal Variety Show, which used to be like the biggest show on television, mm. now kind of limps along on the back of Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. Uh, and the whole big deal is that the winner of Britain's Got Talent mm. gets into the Royal Variety mm. Show and blah. So it was a it was a Britain's Got Talent moment to sort of remind you of that connection. Okay. And Lee said, "Oh, I've always wanted to get." He, Niall did his song, and then he came on and said to Niall after having said the bit where, "Oh, you've worked with some really great people," and he said, "Yeah, David Bowie, Mick Jagger, Pharrell yeah. Williams." And then the joke was, "Yeah, but now you're going to work with me because I want to get into the Britain's Got Talent final, and I've got my own band, and his own band, which he called Shabby Chic, funny. Okay. Uh, yeah. Was me, Frank Skinner, Al Murray, and this Maisie Adams person." Uh, and Frank was playing a banjo lately. Al Murray was playing the drums. Maisie was playing Maracas. And I was playing my Gibson Flying V that Frank nice. bought me, which I haven't got out, I think, since he bought it yeah. from me 18 years ago. And we started playing the riff to La Freak. In fact, I'm the one who starts the actual guitar wow. riff because Frank plays it on a banjo lately. And I Do actually. Actually playing it? Or I'm yeah. actually playing it, right? I'm cool. actually playing it, right? And it's not easy, actually. I mean, no, it's not it's difficult tricky. fingers, but yeah. rhythm is quite difficult, right? Yeah. Anyway, what I didn't realise was because when we first did it, it was a bit like, oh, we're just doing a shit version of La Freak. And the, the gag is that Simon Cowell comes on in the background and okay. presses the golden buzzer, yeah. and then lots of tinsel appears right. and we're through to the final. Right. Just a caveat, the whole time he did that, I didn't realise that was the joke. I thought, <laughs> I thought 
is he saying we're shit? And I said this to Lee just when we went on. Isn't the joke that we're shit? Yeah, that's what I And mean. he's pressing a kind of... Yeah. And he said, no, it's the golden buzzer. We're through to the final. That's why you're meant to be celebrating. Because right. the world's meant to be celebrating. Okay. Anyway, none of this is the point. The point is that when we did it actually live, Niall decided to join in and the whole band oh wow in. and suddenly I am literally playing Le Freak with Niall Rogers and it was yeah. absolutely fucking brilliant wow that's incredible I just incredible. thought this is totally brilliant yeah I'm loving doing this that is yeah. inc- more than McDonald's almost yeah and he came up to me afterwards Niall and, and said you were nearly in sync which, <laughs> which I will take I will take that that's a fantastic thing yeah. and obviously you've had your fair share of that as in I know, have but that was that, up there yeah that would definitely be up there I mean I don't know if I've ever told you, my only version of that, I th- no, I've, well, no, there were a couple of versions of it, but the one I'm thinking of mm. is... Does it involve Uncle Love? It doesn't involve Uncle Love, People which is People who don't know about Uncle Love will yeah. just think, is that a paedophile? Right. Well, it's not. <laughs> it's a song from 1987, that you which... Wrote. You know that film, Searching for Sugar Man? And yes. I did say searching, so I'm going <laughs> to stick with that. Yeah, um, it's a bit like that. Like, they yeah. could do Search for Uncle Love, and they'd find this incredible song. It's not... Well, if they found the paedophile, that's an unexpected yeah. Almost twist. definitely somewhere on the dark net, dark web, there is someone called Uncle Love. Yeah, and, and right. He, you know, he should be arrested. Yeah, no, no, but that's not what... I'm talking about the... And maybe that's partly why it didn't break through, because people <laughs> thought... Is there's this song, and people will find it and say, God, that's amazing. It's yeah. like sort of the best song ever written. Right. And this is them saying, I'm not saying this. No, I'm just no, saying that's no, what, that's they what they people say. might say. They'd say, it's the best song ever. And it would be like, oh, yeah, it's Tim Hinks, who's like this TV guy. But that, like, and they'd search for me, not yeah. that hard. Not difficult. They'd find me. Yeah. Particularly yeah. if it was... It's not like the Sugarman guy, who I think was... I don't know where it was, Trinidad or something. He was like Brazil or something? Yeah, Brazil, yeah, yes. yeah. He was really quite hard to find. Also, if the, the guy that made... Searching for Sugar Man is a guy called Simon Chin. I know who Simon you Chin. might know, and I know, so it'd be even easier for him to find me. <laughs> really? I think it'd yeah. ring me. If it was searching for Uncle Love, yeah. I think he's just got your email. I suspect yeah. it's a. I mean, he's definitely got my short. email. It's not a movie, yeah. because it'd be very quick. But So that Uncle Love is that, that right. song that, you know, if, right. if the listeners want us to play live yeah. at some point. But that isn't what you're talking about. No. I'm talking about an experience where I played in a band. With Richard Desmond, yeah, the um, the Daily Express, uh, yeah, the sort of what would you call him? Um, a, a mogul, a sort of mogul, mogul, yeah, sort, sort of media of, property mogul now. Yeah, anyway, sort of Poundland mogul, right? And he doesn't own Poundland, but it's sort of no, like, but he could. Yeah, and he owned Channel Five at the time, yes. and so I got to know him because we made Big Brother for him. And he asked me to join, or to play with his band. We went to his right. house to play, right? And at his house were supposedly... I mean, he didn't turn up, but he was on the phone saying, sorry, I can't make it. It was Roger Daltrey was going to sing. This is literally right. at his house. We're just having a sort of jam right. session before uh, doing a gig somewhere. And uh, he didn't turn up. But who, the guy that was there was, of course, I've literally forgotten his name, he was the bassist for King Crimson. Um, the bassist, I don't know. The, the guitarist, I You would know, because know. he did that song. This is now getting a bit senior. He did yeah. the song... I wish you a Christmas. Greg Lake. Greg Lake. He's not the guitarist for King Crimson. I mean, the bass player King Crimson. No, for E.L. Actually, he might have no, been he was. before that. He yes, was. Before well, no, that it's he very was. important that because yeah, he, he was E.L. Originally King Crimson. Right. And he did that amazing song. Yeah, I believe in Father Christmas. But, Part uh, of that Christmassy thing to mention. Yeah, no, it's a Christmas show, so yeah. I'm going to be making a few references throughout. <laughs> yeah. And he, very importantly to me, so he's a lovely bloke, he's dead now. He's a very lovely bloke, sort of West Country, yeah. and obviously a very, very good bassist. And I kept thinking, the thing is, you wrote and were the voice of 20th Century Schizoid Man. Yes. Which is the... 
Yes. Weirdly, almost a breakthrough for King Crimson because it's on. Was it's on that A bit like it's been, you yeah. know, used and also. Anyway, so I thought I'm going to at some point we're having dinner. I'm just going to talk about that, and I hope he yeah. doesn't mind. And he was really nice, but it was one of those ones where I just got st- surprised myself, and basically just said without any sort of. By your leave. By, by your leave. <laughs> Not really sure what that means. No. But I still know what it means, but I don't yeah. really know what it means. Yeah. Um, I said to him, you were the voice on 20th Century Schizoid, Schizoid Man. Yeah. And he said, I, I was. Yeah. And I really had nowhere else to go. Oh, that was it? That was sort of it. Yeah, that's I really think, not like playing uh, Lafrique with Nile Rogers. No, no, but it's 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 not like it, but it's in the same sort <laughs> of it? universe. In the sense, no, but the sense was I was playing with him before that. Right, but I you didn't play Twentieth Century Schizoid. Man. No, we didn't. What okay, were you it's playing? not that. Uh, we were probably playing like old rock and roll songs or something oh, right. like that. Right. You know, like an Elvis song oh, okay. or something. It was sort of cover versions. Right. But he did say he did confirm that it was his. I mean, I right. knew anyway. He said yes, I did. And I didn't really have anyone else to Would go. you be able to have played 20th Century Schizoid Man? I could probably have a go at the riff, but I right. wouldn't be able to... I'd not it's quite hard. It's quite hard. hard. Especially weird. the guitar. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. weird time. A Bowie connect, connection there as well, of course, in that Robert yes. Fripp is uh, yeah. the guitarist on the Berlin yeah. trilogy. But uh, not all of them, but certainly on Heroes. Yeah. Although, one thing I, uh, is they sent me... And he played on fashion didn't he or was that Pete Townsend no that's Robert Fripp that's Robert Fripp yeah Um, so scary monsters as well yeah incredible incredible guitarist actually via Al Murray Mm -hmm. this has now become a bit muso Mm -hmm. uh, the King Crimson documentary oh yeah the name of which I forget but there's a King Crimson documentary it was sent to me Mm -hmm. um, and I watched about half of it and it was amazing unfortunately I then got called away and by the time I came back to it, the password mm. didn't work anymore. Mm. I had, it was like a Vimeo mm. password mm. thing. And now oh, right, right. I haven't seen the second half. Oh. But the main thing I took away from it is that Robert Fripp is completely fucking mental. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, unbelievable. Yes, and they've all and, fallen and, out. And, well, the rest of the band absolutely hate him. Right, right, and, right. And, and he's hilarious in the way that he's mm. mad mm. because he's kind of not mad in a kind of mm. Kanye West way. Mm. He's mad in a kind of buttoned-up West mm. Country way. Mm. And he's like a sort of bank manager from Gloucester. Mm in the way that he presents yes, himself. Yes, it's a very but, look. Yeah. But his treatment of the other members of the band mm. is sort of, mm. like, Stalinist. Mm. And, and he just says straightforwardly, it's, it's I am the genius. Right. This is my band. And, you know, you, you, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you cross yeah. me in any way, yes. you're out the door. Yeah. Right? And, and that's yeah. been going on since King Crimson yeah. existed. Uh, I don't know what Toya feels about it. That was never made clear. Uh, it probably thinks it's a bit of a mystery. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, you know, that's one of those songs. I did check, know that. Because when I said I'm I loving it, like, I just That's why I you. said I'm loving it. Okay. I suppose I, it's true. Yeah, it doesn't quite fit, but I sort of thought, you know, he said a catchphrase. It doesn't fit He said all. a title, I'll say the catchphrase. The catchphrase I, of this episode. In my head, I've just been tiptoeing around this, but I think I'm going to say it because I think it's okay. Because Richard Desmond, who's a billionaire, hmm. was a very generous host. Went to his house a few times. Right. But we went round to this, his house at that the night I've described, which, which amongst other things, was nothing like the Nile Rodgers experience, no. as we've discussed. Yeah. I remember thinking at the time, this is nothing <laughs> like being with Nile Rodgers at the Royal Variety performance. No, really. That was, it was years ago. Yeah. Amazing. And That's an old coast. I know. So weird. <laughs> and they had this big delivery, you know, like it was not delivery, like, like what I mean is food arrived mm. and staff were serving it. It was, really nice. it was a curry and it was really lovely. And then there was a pudding. I can't remember what basically was pudding, but Richard... Decided he didn't like that, right. whatever it was. I'm really hoping this anecdote's going somewhere. <laughs> it's, not moment, going. it's about Richard Desmond not liking his pudding. 
So it's well, really got a long way to go to become a great anecdote. It will, well, the truth is, I'm looking ahead, it will always be about that. That right. is what it's about. Right. That is, it, but I'm hoping it has a wider knock-on, which is, he said, I'm not eating this. He would have said that obviously very politely. I'm just being very careful. And said, I'm going to get something else. And he took me and said, let's get something else for pudding. Right. So he took me into the kitchen, which was, you know, a couple of rooms down, into his kitchen where he had a, like a big double fridge. Right. I'm going to just try, he's a billionaire. So yeah. it's a double fridge. Yeah, okay. And with a freezer in it. We're right. talking right. money, no object. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And in the freezer, sort of in the corner... Was a festive pie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Before they'd been invented. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, was a, exactly what we all have in a sense. If we don't have this, we have some version of it, which was a tub of Vianetta. Right. But where, like, four-fifths of it had gone. Yes, that's what we all you know. Yeah. And then on the side of the ice cream was yeah. a little bit of Crusty, something else. Something yeah, but also yeah. something from another spoon, yeah, like a bit of chocolate green. mousse or something. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. And he said, let's have this. And right. we both ate it. And right. I thought, it's interesting... That uh, even you know, a billionaire has well, the tub they of breathe the same air, don't they? And they see the same things, yes. and they get and they walk the yeah. same street while they yeah. drive down. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, if you prick them, do they not bleed? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it's possibly more poetic the Vianetta <laughs> yeah, than, well, than what you've said. I don't yes. Know although it's set in Venice, that play, that's kind of odd. Yes, and Vianetta. The of Vianetta. Hang on, I'm being very Vianetta. Me, me, is that a made-up word though? Of course it's, it's a made-up word. No, what I mean is it's, it's a made-up word for an ice cream. No, I understand well, that. It's, it's not a made-up word. It means that ice cream. No, but what I mean is you can have an ice cream... I don't think the word Vianetta existed before that ice cream existed. Yeah, so why did you link it with Venice? <laughs> because it sounds <laughs> a bit like Venice. <laughs> yes, yes, now, unquestionably, who makes Vianetta? Walls? Walls. Yeah. Unquestionably, when Walls sat down to think, right, what should we call our new ice cream? Yeah. This is a bit like the festive pie conversation. Yeah. Uh, we want it to be kind of ice cream, so yeah. like Italy, that's one thing. Yeah, I see what right? you mean, yeah. And we want it to be slightly posh, yeah. at the posh end of Walls ice cream. Oh, okay. Right? So... What's sort of the posh part, in right. certainly British people's minds, of Italy? Venice. And I think definitely Vianetta is meant to evoke Venice. I would say it sounds more like Vienna than it's... It's got, this, it's got one letter with Venice, V, <laughs> and the rest of it doesn't sound like Venice yeah. at all. You know, as I was saying that, I realised that Vienna is a problem, but ice cream is not associated with Vienna. Sausages are associated with Vienna. Is that right? In fact, Vienna's are associated with Vienna. No, but Vienna's associated with tea and cakes, and is it not meant to be a bit of desserts? And... Only not in the minds of people who are I... buying Viennettas in 1971. I think, I think what happened is, it's a rare example of sort of doing the same thing again, because basically they went, they thought Cornetto worked. Cornetto, obviously. It's a cornet with an Italian-sounding... <laughs> Tone. Yes, That's Cornetto. We call it a right. cornet, yeah. And so Vianetta, like, could get the guys in... OK, well, I'm going to put this out to the listeners. Mm. OK, listeners, can you write to us? So do you feel that Vianetta evokes Venice or Vienna? I'd be very yeah. interested in a poll. It's a big, big issue. <laughs> <Not that. laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.